We're connecting the dots of the Bobolinsky plot. He laid it out on Tucker. Now we're going to connect all of this back and OPEC plus to the one belt, one road. Do you understand that's what China's up to? They're building this through President Biden. Folks, he sold us out. We're going to expose him and we're going to expose so much more. And then this December, we are all going to gather together for a great celebration, the greatest celebration that America possibly has ever seen. That's right. It's called America Fest. So go to amfest.com, use promo code POSO for 25% off to see myself, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, the great Tim Poole, Candace Owens, Kaylee McEnany, and so many more to include, by the way, to include the man himself, Mike Lindell. December 17th to 20th, Phoenix, Arizona, amfest.com, promo code POSO. Link in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is October 6, 2022, Anno Domini. Tonight's top headlines, the Bobolinsky plot. We're going to connect the dots. The CCP was using Biden to install one belt, one road worldwide. Next, President Biden offering a deal to Venezuela for oil production hikes. Third, President Biden angry at, quote, MAGA Americans because huge news, a court, a federal appeals court just struck down DACA. And finally, a family speaking out saying that Kim Kardashian never contacted them about the murder case at the center of her new Spotify podcast. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. To them, it was always the Biden family. It wasn't Hunter Biden. It wasn't Jim Biden. It was the Biden family, who's obviously led and um, and operated by Joe Biden. And in a document that you guys have, and uh, I think it's been provided to you know to the world, the Chinese referenced that because of their trust in uh, the Biden family, that Chairman Yi and Director Zhang are uh, excited about moving forward in this. And in that document, they referenced loaning five million dollars to the BD family. Right. The BD family is the Biden family. So I think Joe Biden and the Biden family are compromised. Um, obviously, I've referenced that I held a Q clearance. You're briefed on compromise and, you know, who you're able to talk with and deal and do business with. And uh, I just don't see, given the history here and the facts, how Joe can't be um, uh, influenced in in some manner based on the history that they have where here with CFC and stuff like that. Okay. We've all seen the incredible patriotic whistleblower, Tony Bobolinsky, and his interviews too now with Tucker Carlson. But there's something that I think that's a little bit of a buried lead here in terms of all of this, because he's talking about the money flowing. Okay, the money's going to flow through what? And he's going to make the money and Biden's going to get 10%, etc., etc. The big guy. All right, he was the chairman. Sure. Tony Bobolinsky, he's on the finance side. But what is CEFC? What are they talking about? What's the buried lead here? And let's connect the dots of the Bobolinsky plot. CEFC is China's main energy company. But here's the problem. China doesn't have oil resources or LNG resources the way the rest of the world does. So if they want to fuel their imperial expansion, they need to make deals with countries that have it. In 2017, 
CEFC, on behalf, of course, of the Chinese government, was trying to do a merger agreement to buy a stake in Russia's natural gas supergiant, Rosneft. They were trying to buy out, or at least partially buy, Russia's state enterprise-owned oil company. Next, CEFC was going into Africa. They were trying to buy up the mineral rights. They were trying to buy up the oil there. Then they're going into Venezuela. They're going throughout South America. And you see this here in the United States. This was the plan all along. Of course, we've seen that the Strategic Oil Reserve, part of that, part of that oil that President Biden let out because it's a midterm year and he was trying to lower gas prices, had nothing to do with any emergency that was going on. It wasn't for a hurricane. We're not at war, right? Well, debatable if we're in a proxy war right now because we are. No. That oil was sold in part to China. This is what was going on. The CCP was using their energy company to get President Biden to underwrite the expansion of the One Belt, One Road initiative across the entire world. The only way to fuel that expansion is through debt trap diplomacy. What does that mean? We're going to extend you a loan. We're going to extend you a loan. We're going to extend you a loan. Oh, you can't buy it back? That's okay. What kind of collateral do you have? What kind of collateral can you help us with? And let's be fair. Biden learned this from the globalists in the United States. The CCP learned this from the globalists who learned it from the British Empire before them. We are the ones who outsourced our energy policy to the Middle East, the same way we outsourced our manufacturing to the Far East. We don't have to do that. But as we built the American empire, we did the exact same thing. We participated in debt trap diplomacy. And now the CCP is going to Biden and they're using him to build their empire. Do you understand what's going on now? What Bobolinsky is saying? The Biden family sold us out. They sold out you, they sold out your children, and you sold out their future. And why? Because he wanted to make some money. Apparently, he was ripping them off, too, according to Bobolinsky. This is what we need to do. Connect the dots. This is about one belt, one road. All across the country, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we must change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses the nation has ever seen. Public Square is the very first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app from Apple App Store or Google Play, create a free account, and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community will find you today. Download the app Public Square. That's Public SQ. You know, they're not doing energy in the United States. Now they say they want to get uh, oil from Maduro in Venezuela, which all that's going to do is just line his pockets. And actually, it'll help Russia. They're always talking about, you know, Russia and Putin. Well, they have a very close relationship with Maduro and Putin. And so they're doing that. They'll beg OPEC. 
but they will not do more energy in the United States. And the result is, is that they've really reduced our ability uh, to be energy independent and produce our own energy. They're canceling oil and gas leases in places like Alaska. And the people, the people that have to fill up their gas tanks are the ones that are paying the price for those bad policies. And so I think what, what Elon Musk said the other day about, you know, whoever puts that stuff into the teleprompter is kind of who the president is because you just never know. Nobody messes with the Bidens. Nobody messes with the Bidens, Eric Jack. That's right. Nobody messes with them. Never going to happen. No way. Not going to do it. Well, it turns out actually everybody screws with the Bidens, not just some people, everyone. Everyone absolutely screws with them. So Biden went to OPEC and we broke this down yesterday. The Biden administration made a secret deal with OPEC when they first started emptying our strategic oil reserve. Now OPEC has reneged on the deal because it was a stupid deal, which made no sense because Biden gave away all of his leverage. When you cut U.S. oil production, you become dependent if you just say, oh, please give me a hamburger today, I'll promise to pay you on Tuesday. Well, guess what? They can say no. They can say no. But nobody in the White House, nobody, none of the adults in the room, seemed to actually understand what they were doing. Because they're morons. They're buffoons. They're befuddledy-duddies. So here's what happened. OPEC turned around to them and said, well, guess what? We're going to wait until you empty your strategic oil reserve, and then we're going to cut production because once we do that, we know you haven't ramped up production in the U.S. because you shut that all down. All that LNG that's sitting right under Pennsylvania and Ohio that could be re refined in Philadelphia, that could be sold at Wawa and Sheets and Turkey Hill and Rudders, Pennsylvania gas sold to Pennsylvanians. No, we're not doing any of that. We emptied out our strategic oil reserve. And then they said, look, oh, by the way, we're going to cut production anyway and drive the price up. So Biden said he wanted to pay it for 80. They're going to drive the price up to 100, 120, 150, maybe $200 a barrel. So what's the admin trying to do? Now they're going down hat in hand to, vent to the Venezuelans again. Remember the last time they met with Maduro, Maduro told them, to pound sand. Now they're going in and they're saying, we will ease up sanctions, American sanctions on Venezuela. Because remember, the United States has been attempting to enforce and enact regime change in Venezuela since the days of Chavez. This has been a complete failure. There was a coup that was attempted under Juan Guaido a few years ago. That did not work. That was a John Bolton special. Didn't work. Mr. Mustache, couldn't quite get that one off the ground and a whole lot of people got arrested on his behalf. So now we're going to go and pull all the sanctions off of Venezuela, hat in hand to Maduro saying, please, 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 can you help us out? They've sold us out. They have no idea what they're doing. And our strategic oil reserve, those giant salt caverns underneath Louisiana, that's where it actually is, by the way, giant salt caverns underneath Louisiana and Texas in the bayou. That's where they keep our strategic oil reserve. They've emptied it. That's you. That's your children. If this country, God forbid, gets into any kind of actual war. And if, if you hear what's coming out right now, these people sound like they want 
to drive us into World War III. They're talking about iodine medicines being distributed in Washington, D.C. They have no idea what they're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to mince words. If a widespread food shortage suddenly hits, are you prepared? In other words, do you have a good stockpile of emergency food? If not, then it's time for you to snag this special offer from My Patriot Supply, America's largest preparedness company. And we've seen natural disasters across this country taking place even right now. Well, for a limited time, they offer a 20% discount on the three-month emergency food kit. Remember, one kit feeds one person for three months with delicious, easy-to-prepare meals, drinks, and snacks. This is not bunker food by any means. Plus, the food stays fresh for up to 25 years. It will be there when you need it. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more, but the sale ends soon. So to save 20% before the food shortages hit, go to preparewithposo.com. The only way things are going in this world, there's no denying it. Someday, your family is going to need this food. Why not get it today and you'll save your 20%? To get your discount, we've partnered with My Patriot Supply, so go to preparewithposo.com, preparewithposo.com, link in the description. Now, we talk about dreamers sort of generically. Let's think about it now, what it really means. You're five years old. You're nine years old. Your mom or your dad says, I'm going to take you across the Rio Grande and we're illegally going to go into the United States. What are you supposed to say? Not me. I said against the law. I'm, no, no, I'm, being, I'm being deadly earnest. What could a kid say? What could they do? They come here with really no choice. And they're here and they're good, good people. They've done well. 10,000 were first line workers. These are kids who've done well. And so what we're going to do is, first of all, appeal the case. DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. This was put into enforcement. I don't even want to say law because it's not a law. By President Obama and his administration. I'm not even going to get into the facts of today's story before I say this. DACA was illegal from the moment he sent the memo wasn't even an executive order, by the way. It was an executive branch memo, a memo. He signed a memo and he opened up the floodgates at our southern border, creating a toxic incentive. So again, when I hear people say, oh, this isn't done by design, this isn't an agenda, there's not some plan to do these things, these horrible things to our country. No, there is a design. And you want to know how I know? Because I've got the memo of Barack Obama with his name on it that says so. I've got it right here. I can read it. I can hold it in my hand. I can show it to you. These aren't kids, by the way. That's the lie they always put out. They say it's kids. The average age, they're in their 30s at this point. 20s, 30s. We have a situation that no other country in the serious world would ever put up with. We let people come across our border, defile our sovereignty on a regular basis, and under the Biden regime, five million illegal aliens have come into this country. Many of them trafficked. Women, children. Turning Point USA has the incredible border battle special coming out this weekend on Salem Now. And then we have a sit down with Sheriff Mark Lamb 
that's going to be unraveled this weekend, 6 p.m., our sit-down with Sheriff Mark Lamb to go through this in detail, what's happening across on our borders. But what do we see today? Finally, 10 years later, 10 years later, since this illegal memo was signed, a judge has ruled that the law, which was never a law, by the way, the program was created in violation of the law. A federal appeals court has ruled this. It was illegally implemented and it was illegally created in the first place. It never should have happened. Our system of government is based around the ideas of the separation of powers, the three branches of government, which go back to the prophet Isaiah, by the way, the judge, the king, and the lawmaker. That only one entity, God himself, should have the power of all three. And so we have our president, our legislature, and our judiciary. You see how that works? Prophet Isaiah. Use that one the next time they tell you, by the way, that the U.S. government is not based on Judeo and Christian values. Because it's right there. Old Testament, New Testament. So, what does this mean? Huge victory. And A.G. Ken Paxton has been fighting the good fight down there in Texas. I just interviewed him earlier today on the Charlie Kirk Show. But we need to keep pushing forward with this. We need to take back, number one, states' rights, but number two, the sovereignty of our nation. This mass immigration flood that's been crossing our border for the past two years and in some cases for the past 20 years, when you look at it writ large, no one voted for this. Nobody asked for this. The American people did not have a say in this. And yet our entire country is being forever affected by this mass immigration flood. The question is, who's actually going to be brave enough to do something about it? Who's going to stand up and literally stand in the gap on the border to build a giant, beautiful wall? The case of Kevin Keats is deeply twisted and incredibly heartbreaking from all sides. An Ohio man has been sentenced to death. It sounds straightforward at first. Three counts of murder for allegedly killing three members of the Chapman family. But the deeper we go, the more the reported events are called into question. State defense attorneys say new evidence clears him. Did you do this? I could never commit a crime like this. Never. There are so many twists and turns in your case. So Kim Kardashian is back on the grift train for murderers. She's done this a number of times. She did it for Julius Jones, who's a murderer, who murdered a man in Texas, excuse me, Oklahoma. Murdered a man in Oklahoma in front of his daughters while in a driveway. She did it for Rodney Reed. And Rodney Reed was in Texas who raped and murdered a teenager while she was on her way to work back in the 90s. And now Kim Kardashian has turned this grift of fake justice, fake criminal injustice, the criminal injustice machine has been turned on with a new podcast series that she has called The System. And so Kim Kardashian has said that she's found yet another one of these cases. By the way, Kim, I have a question for you. You went all in on Rodney Reed a couple years ago until a guy by the name of Jack Posobiec and a program by the name of Human Events Daily totally exposed all of your lies in that case. So here's my question for you right off the bat, Kim. Why aren't you doing this show about Rodney Reed? 
You were so sure about Rodney Reed. You posted all that stuff. You had all your little videos. You went and met Rodney Reed on death row in Texas, Kim. So why aren't you doing a podcast about Rodney? Did Spotify not want to get behind that one? Was it because Rodney Reed's semen was found in a 12-year-old? Kim, is that why? Funny how you don't ever mention that on Twitter. Is that why you blocked me? Well, here we've got another piece that she's decided to, sorry, Rodney, Kim's left you behind. Now we've got the case of Kevin Keith. She's turning her targets on him. But here's the problem. As this super produced, highly produced, totally, uh, you're looking at a multi-million dollar, multi-million dollar advertising marketing campaign behind this. Phone's ringing off the hook on this one, folks. That the multi-million dollar campaign never actually reached out to the family of the victims. Because, oops, here's the problem. There are eyewitnesses to the killing. Survivors. There are survivors here who saw this man, Kevin Keith, murder his ex-girlfriend, her four-year-old daughter, and her aunt, Linda. The families come out and said, she did not contact us, not one time. We were the possible victims here. We were the ones who witnessed the killings. So here's the problem. Here's the big old problem for you, Kim. Why didn't you reach out to anyone who was actually in the room? You didn't reach out to eyewitnesses. Why? Because it didn't fit with your narrative. It didn't fit with your fake narrative. And you are going to get exposed on this one the exact same way that I exposed you on Rodney Reed. And you know what? I'm going to do it this time. now, And I don't even have to, actually, because we've already got eyewitnesses pointing out your lies. You're a liar, Kim Kardashian. And all I got to say is this. Kanye was right about you. Kanye was right with everything that he said about you. And I pray for your children. I pray for him. So that's all the time we have here. Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure, I know I mentioned it once before, we got Border Battle, the new six-part docuseries. It will start tomorrow. Salem now. Check it out. And then also our special sit-down with Sheriff Mark Lamb. Will, will commence this Sunday at 6 p.m. here on Real America's Voice. We'll have the podcast out on Sunday morning. So we do, that's what we're doing now. We're doing the podcast, drops in the morning, and then it airs on RAV for the viewers at 6 p.m. Eastern. What do we talk about today? The Bobolinsky plot, the CCP using Biden to install One Belt, One Road, and then Biden going to Venezuela for oil production. You say we're going to lift the sanctions. Next, DACA struck down as illegal. We're going to find out what else we can do about it. And finally, and you can tell I was a little fired up on this one. Kim Kardashian is doing a brand new podcast all about a murder case that she thinks that she can solve when nobody else has been able to. But the family reached out and said, you never actually contacted us, Kim. You're just doing this all on your own. I'm sorry, I go, I go, I go, I go off about that one. We're going to do a special on that. I'll tell you right now, we're going to do a special all about Kim Kardashian. Folks, we've got a ton going on today. But remember, today's history break on this day. In 1961, JFK advised Americans to build fallout shelters. 
I'll tell you something. There's, there, there's a generation in this country that was conditioned to believe that nuclear war was coming. The fallout shelters, the bunkers, hiding under the, bed, or hiding under the desk, under the bed, the iodine capsules. Choose peace. We don't need World War III. None of us, for any of our children, want that. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.